0: Welcome back. My name is Ariel Perez and this is the We Fail to Succeed podcast, where failing does not mean success is not for you. In fact, it is the exact opposite. I hope you've encountered something that pushed you to better yourself this week and brings you closer to what one day you will consider the end of your journey. I'd love to hear about it. If you have any stories through my Instagram, you can just send me a DM at soyarielperez. That's S-O-Y-A-R-I-E-L-P-E-R-E-Z. Today, I will be talking about something that either most of us are huge fans of or dread every last second of, like me, and that is driving. It's such a simple topic, right? You know, you get into your car, you start your engine, put your seatbelt on, adjust your mirrors if you need to, and you take off to your destination. You know, sometimes you encounter traffic, detours, accidents, and other small inconveniences that are out of your control and annoying. But what about the things that you can control? like how fast you go, when to switch lanes, which exit to take, stopping at a stop sign, and so on. How do these actions affect our travels, and in turn, how can we translate that into our own personal lives to become a better business owner and improve our own journeys? Have you ever driven down the freeway going way too fast, watching everybody going past you? Ever notice cars going from lane to lane, but it always seems like they end up in the same place? Have there ever been times when you see people hauling ass only to be in the same position as you a few miles later? So since I first got my license at 17, my driving habits have changed to what they are today. And that's less lane switching, driving a bit over the speed limit, and more consideration for the things around me. Compared to the reckless, I've got to get there at all costs type of driving from before. It is odd to say that my own driving habits seem to coincide with my behaviors on a day-to-day basis, and here is what I've learned. Most of us drivers tend to see a whole lot less than what our passengers see on all of our drives, and that's basically a given. While we can only see our sides for a brief second because we have to focus on what lays ahead, our passengers can actually soak up their surroundings and appreciate what is around, well, those that aren't, you know, focused on their phones. We move too fast to completely grasp what is happening when we drive. And because of that, at times, you know, we really have to remind ourselves to slow down and appreciate what is around us. Stop the smell of roses, you know, the asphalt roses. One activity that has actually helped me to see and appreciate the big picture is running. Driving at speeds beyond what the human is capable of walking or running allows us to get to places a lot quicker, but it also, unfortunately, keeps us from seeing a lot of the beauty around us. Running step-by-step allows us to consume much more data and pick up on small details we constantly overlook while driving. I've learned to appreciate small things like a field of trees, open fields, hills, and even my own neighborhood through running. I've lived in this small neighborhood for the last 12 years, and each run helps me see something distinct that I've not noticed before. And I have been on hundreds of runs through this neighborhood. I've tracked over, I'd say, over four, maybe 500 miles, and that's probably less than, honestly, what I've run. The world seems to be a lot bigger when you tend to take it easy for a minute and look around. I bring this point up because while it is easy to get consumed by the fact that a business is growing, or you're constantly grinding things out, It is imperative to take a brief pause from time to time and see how much progress you have actually made. Simply said, it is extremely easy to overlook the smallest of things. Because constantly focusing on the end goal inhibits us from appreciating the small little victories that in the end make us happier than achieving the goal we set out to achieve. I personally believe this is what has helped me from burning out although i've only had this landscaping thing going for a few months i have been trying to do my own thing for the last i don't know how many years but i do take my time to look back and think man i have gotten far and how do we apply this into our own lives well i first started my landscaping business back in 2019 with an old 4x10 trailer, a 32 Encore mower, and my dad's truck. But I only cut two, maybe one lawns per month, and it was like that for the next eight months. After finally taking a leap of faith, quitting my job, and going full-time with it, I have made leaps and bounds in progress. However, I did not realize that until only a few days ago. I constantly brought myself down for months Saying I should be further than I am I am behind what most others in this field have accomplished And that was one of the most self-destructive behaviors I have ever engaged in I was truly blind to see the accomplishments I've made up to this point Everything started happening so fast and I never took the time to realize how much I was growing It actually started to dawn on me that maybe my progress was stagnant that I was not growing at all But after quote unquote going for a run, it was clear to me that that was far from true. Now, while I do not have that trailer or mower anymore, or you know, I don't even cut grass. I haven't cut grass for like the last maybe three months. I have bought and sold several trailers and finally landed on a bigger, better trailer that I use now. I've been able to buy so much equipment like leaf blowers, edgers, and weed eaters. I have three wheelbarrows and I never even thought of owning one. And finally, ultimately the biggest thing for me, I bought my own truck. My estimates for jobs went from as low as $80 to now being over 10 times the amount within a matter of months, and I land those estimates. Jobs went from just me on the site, finishing it in about an hour, to needing two to three extra people and needing a few days to finish the jobs. Yet, for the longest time ever, I was still thinking that I was in the same spot that I was in back in May stop and smell the roses i'm not gonna lie it is fun to go through everything at 100 miles per hour but keep in mind the dangers that it could hold now here's another thing i remember when i first started driving it was tempting to get caught up going from lane to lane waving through traffic thinking that it would get me somewhere faster like i'm lightning mcqueen or something Mustang Camaros and all other sport car drivers were honestly the worst at doing this. And honestly, I was just as bad in my little Honda Elantra. Seldom did we ever stay in one lane for more than a few seconds. We constantly went from the lane furthest to the right, to the opposite side of the road, back to the middle, and all over the place again. It almost seemed to me as if those people were in the biggest rush to get somewhere. I came to realize that while they may have advanced a bit faster than me they may have gone a lot further taking risk and putting others in danger their path was a lot longer than mine in the end they traveled so much further than me but ended up in practically the same spot they went far but <laughs> they got nowhere you see what most don't realize is that there is a significant amount of distance and danger added onto the journey when switching lanes While it may seem so small and minuscule, these changes add up in a huge way. The biggest downside to this behavior is that it causes an extreme lack of focus and consistency. I can relate to this at one point in my life. (laughs) There was a stretch where I kept going from one idea to another, all within the same amount of time. There were three different businesses that I tried to keep afloat and work within. And I'd say start. Time after time, I kept proving myself wrong that I could make significant progress for all of them. One day I'd be making material for a clothing business, another I'd be focusing on buying machines for another machine, next day I tried cutting grass. Ultimately, after a year of nothingness, I turned to doing only one thing, specifically lawn service, and then into just straight out landscaping. I found it hard to stick to one business idea because of the fear of missing success from whatever outlet This fear kept me switching back and forth, back and forth, towards the point where I was doing nothing for over a year. Here's the kicker, though. I was still hustling, trying to make money, trying to grow these businesses, but because I never stuck to a lane for long enough, it was hard to actually get anywhere or make any significant progress. Ultimately, I believe it was a result of indecisiveness, lack of faith, and a huge love for instant gratification that kept me in the lane-switching mentality. With that being said, I am almost positive that you have been in a position where there are cars zooming right past you, and in a matter of seconds, they are right next to you. In Houston, you could be driving 90 miles per hour in a fast lane, and then someone just casually passes you up going 100. (laughs) Anyways, when those cars used to drive past me, it used to get to me. Sometimes I would consider it a challenge and try keeping up with them. Most of the times, I would sit there and ponder how much sooner could I get to my destination if I was going just as fast as they were. Others, I would be that person, mocking slow cars for going to speed limit. A few seconds later, bam, traffic, spontaneous slowdowns, whatever the situation, a cat on the road, it seemed like the playing field was leveled out for everyone. That car that was going 90 miles per hour was now traveling at the same speed as everybody else going to speed limit. Everyone who seemed to be far behind was suddenly at the same place as those far ahead. That, my friends, is how life is. We're each in our own cars, with our own gas, sharing the same roads, but on completely different journeys. I can remember the time where I saw accomplishments that others have been achieving, and I sought to do the same. There have been various circumstances where I would see a complete stranger my age with a house, a lot of money, nice cars, and it used to get to me. I'd see articles of young geniuses going to Harvard at 16, and that used to create fear inside of me. Not fear of, oh shit, this dude can outperform me, but fear that I am playing the game of life way too slow compared to others. I used to wonder, where the hell did I go wrong? What school should I have gone to? What career or job do I need to have at this age just to be where that person is? What should I copy from their life to get where they're at? Why am I not there yet? It was not until I realized for myself that we all come from different beginnings and coincidentally have different endings to our journeys. Everything is unique to ourselves. No two people are living similar lives. Somebody out there my age probably has parents who were brought up with a different economic and educational upbringing than what my parents were exposed to. And in turn, they had a different life with better opportunities thus allowing them to experience and engage in different ventures from me better schools better education better training and overall better experience on the other hand there is somebody out there my age whose parents did not receive an education and are barely improving their financial situation that same person could possibly be working a minimum wage job with no aspirations for college education Or the complete opposite, you know, they're grinding it out, 4.0, they have their entire school paid for. So when you start comparing where you are now to someone else, stop for a second and actually think about where that person comes from. Acknowledge the fact that there are people out there with huge advantages over you. With that being said, you must also acknowledge that you yourself have huge advantages over other people less fortunate than you. Life is not fair. If it was, then it would not be life. That's what I think. Take what you have and make the best of it. Be resourceful and come out on top regardless of where you come from. Because at the end of the day, it truly does not matter where you came from. What really matters is who you are. Before I finish, I have one last bit of advice that has stuck with me ever since I first heard it. If everyone you knew threw all of their problems onto a table and you were left to choose whose problems you would want to switch with, after examining everything, I bet you $100, $1,000, you would want to keep your own problems in the end. This has been Ariel Perez with the We Fail to Succeed podcast. If you have any ideas of what I should talk about next, please feel free to send me a DM to my Instagram that is Soy Ariel Perez. or if you have any insight or just wanna to talk to me, send me a DM there. That is the quickest and fastest way to ever get a response from me. I'm always on there. As I said, this is a place where failing does not mean success is not for you. It means the exact opposite. Push yourself, feel hard, feel fast, and feel forward. I'll see you next time.